bullshit, it's all just dumb gay politics. America's gotten kinda whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B a a a a s. This shit is trumpanas. T r u m p a n a n a s. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody. Welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. Now, usually this is a podcast where we talk about the last week in politics. But lucky for you guys, this is another weird pre-taped evergreen episode. And hopefully it's our last one for a little while. Mm. We'll both be home for three weeks in June. And then we're going to pre-tape one and then take our first fucking Tuesday off on July 4th. Ooh, sorry we won't be there for America's birthday. (laughs) I know you'll miss us, but I mean, sorry, that is ridiculous. For a job with no salary, we sure do have a good work ethic. We haven't taken one single week off since we started in in December. That's right. That's how fucking baller we are. We're baller. We're so baller. Balls, balls. Baller alert. It's on us. Beep, beep. What's that? Hold on. Let me get it. Oh, it's the baller alert, sir. Call the media. I mean... Yeah, you guys are probably thinking that it's so easy and we just sit here and ramble while drinking with no preparation. Mm -hmm. And that is true, Mm -hmm. but um, it's only half true because we do ramble on while drunk. We're drinking right now. We're drinking. It's seven at night and Mm -hmm. we're drinking um, Dirty Bloody Marys. Yeah. Julie invented these. I invented bloody beers. (laughs) Julie invented Dirty Bloody Marys. Mm -hmm. Stop what you're doing. The next time you order a Bloody Mary, get it with olive juice. Mm. Excuse me. It's the only <laughs> acceptable way to have it. It Delicious. will change your life. Though I will say, um, also, if you can get it, put a Slim Jim in there and well, rock your life. That's the reason people add bacon and Slim Jims to Bloody Marys is because they want them to be salty because they're yeah. not salty enough. Because the truth right. is, and people don't realize this, vodka is sweet. That's why I hate Tito's. Oh. Um, T- Tito's is the most sweet. Depending on the number of times it's been distilled, I guess it gets sweeter oh. or less sweet. Well, I don't like necessarily like bacon in it, but oh my God. God, a Slim Jim in there. This is life changing. I don't need anything but the olive juice and don't be putting a full cheeseburger on the fucking top <laughs> on a toothpick. I fucking hate when they do that. And they're like, bring it to you and there's a whole full salad on the top. I'm like, how am I supposed to get to what I need? The alcohol. Don't bring me food when I ordered alcohol. I'm <laughs> drinking to replace my meals. Meal replacement. I drink in addition to meals. It's called <laughs> obesity. So that's me. <laughs> She's not obese, but she went to the doctor and they told her she was technically exactly obese. Yeah, they so now said she, you're obese. Hold, she holds on to it. So now I'm obese. We all know doctors don't know anything. Well. Sorry, Leon. Surgeons do. <laughs> I'm much larger than you might think I am. <laughs> You're larger than objects appear before our Oh, my eyes. God. That's right. In the mirror, when you see me in the mirror, you go, it's not that big. And you're like, oh, my God. You're so round. Well, I've picked you up and you're not that heavy. That's um, crazy. Um, okay. So anyway, we do, we, we do drink while rambling on, but we do do preparation. 
and it, it is kind of a lot of work and we really just mainly do it because our executive producer Britain forces us to right and you force us to <laughs> so this week which we actually we need to do it or else we would sit here with nothing to say. <laughs> like just like we'll go on for 20 minutes talking about goddamn Bloody Marys <laughs> yes because we would not talk about anything so <laughs> leave that in Belle oh this Belle's week. our other producer <laughs> Francesca left by the way she went she got promoted she got promoted she went on a dick hunt and she found something <laughs> She found another job. She found another job. That's what happens when you go dick hunting for the for normal. Normally, Belle, anyway. Belle don't you go dick hunting. You stay here. <laughs> so this week we plan to do. I don't know. I'm so giggly. We plan to do a conservative episode, and you might be asking yourself, why would you do a conservative episode on dumb gay politics? And what would that even look like? And the answer is, we don't know. Yeah, we have absolutely no idea, but we, it's, there's really no way to say it. We kind of wanted every topic to like talk about conservative shit so or in some manner, yeah, something, just right. have a conservative bet. Right. We're not necessarily going to like be a voice for conservatives. No, 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 But no. I mean, cause I don't even know if we know how. And also we just like don't have the energy to get really deep and profound about the differences <laughs> between the two sides and blah, blah, blah. But I think you might know the differences between the two sides, you know what I mean? <laughs> Well, no, but how we can come together, um, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, so we're we, you know, we're coming together by doing podcasts and trying to come together. <laughs> I mean, we're just trying to throw it in here. You know what I mean? Um, this is what we can do. Now, this all came about. Yes. Okay. Now, this came about because you just spent a week in the Bahamas with your mom, and she <laughs> listens to the podcast. Yeah, she listens every week. She's one one of the 14. Mm-hmm. Um, now, my parents are middle class agnostic bordering on atheist conservatives. <laughs> now, for those of you who don't know the difference between agnostic and atheist, an agnostic will an, an agnostic believes that there could be something and an atheist is full on there's nothing. Right. Right. My parents would tell me when I was little, like, like they'd be like, you know, you can make up your own mind. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, is, is Jesus real? Because they would send me to, like, Jesus school. Uh-huh. And then I'd say, let's talk about Jesus. And they're like, no, no, not today. And then i go, but isn't Jesus real? And then they'd be like, you decide that for yourself. And I'm like, I'm five. And then they, I would say, why shouldn't I just go, you know, steal, which I do always want to steal. My mm. urge to steal is mm. strong. I want to cheat corporations yeah. and things like that. Never mm-hmm. individuals, but... Yeah, and, like like um, Robin Hood. Yeah, no, no, I don't want to give it to anyone. Well, for your own self. Right. Robin Hood for yourself. I want to rob from the rich. And feed to yourself. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um, but my mom would say, be good for goodness sake. And so... Okay. Um, I don't want to put them on blast because I don't like, you know, my mom's listening, obviously, and I don't want to give out their business. They're really private, but... And I love my mom, and she's really just an atheist angel sent straight mm-hmm. from goddamn heaven. Yeah, yeah. And really, the reason that she's... And, you know, conservative is, I'm sure I blame my dad because uh-huh. I blame him for really everything that's wrong with the world, you know, because it really is all his fault. You know how you say things boiled, everything boils down to sexism? Uh-huh. Well, I say everything boils down to Russ Howard. In fact, he probably fucking invented sexism. I'm, I know he did. <laughs> he was in a he's room. Like, he's like one of the originals. Right. He's a founding father of yeah, sexism. He's like the well, number. He's like, yeah, the, he's the founder of the fan club. He's like John Hancock of, of, <laughs> of, of um, sexism. He's got yeah. the biggest, the biggest, like biggest signature on the. Yeah. He's like Donald Trump. Declaration. Who like, who like loves women, but in a patronizing way. Like, right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and they'll be like, you're so smart. Like he thinks he's doing me a huge favor or right. my mom by saying how smart we are. Right. Like, oh, thank God you think we're so smart. Right, but I'm going off on a weird tangent. No, 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 no. Well, no, I think that's a good co- correlation. 
like especially with Trump, who obviously puts Ivanka on a very large pedestal, but then will apparently go grab pussies and think right. that that's acceptable. I'm sure my dad's a pussy grabber. Just kidding, mom. That's ridiculous. <laughs> my parents are still married. Um, okay, so well, I've met your mom and dad, and they're extremely kind and lovely people. Um, and considering your faggoty ass lifestyle, they're clearly not homophobic. I mean, you know, you look what you brought into the family. <laughs> so that's to speak. right. I mean, all into your life, like a like a like a an, an ivy into your life. Yeah, you're one of the people. I'm a lesbian he, ivy. You're one in your of the life. people that he thought was like, extremely intelligent. He too. did think I was. You're smart. one of the few women he thinks is intelligent. Well, probably because I'm like a man. <laughs> so considering those things, plus what you just said, you think they'd be more. You think they'd be more in the middle rather than conservative or right wing. So that's confusing because when you talk about your dad, especially like he's like conservative, like how is that even possible? Well, yeah, because when you're talking about the only good reason to be totally, completely Republican is being rich or religious, which (laughs) they are neither. So it really is the mystery of life for me. And um, I mean, I think it's harder to be in the middle because I think um, you have to do more research Mm -hmm. when you're voting. Yep. So like especially for state and local elections, like when I go down... And please believe I really can't be bothered with like local shit. I mean, I'll just be like, ugh. Because I'm because I'm not registered, I'm registered independent, and I won't just go down and vote straight down the ticket Democrat or straight down the line Republican, even though this time everybody wants us to, so we can take back over all the Right. You shit. Gotta, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um it's just much harder because you've got to look into each candidate and what they care about and what their values are, what they vote for, or whatever. Right, and it's right. like who's really gonna do that? No one. So it's easier just to just be like all the down the line Republican all downline Democrat. What Julie and I do, and I'm just throwing this in here as this is like a thing we do and everyone's probably going to get mad. Um, when we don't know like who the people are for, let's say, you know, representative or, uh-huh. you know, yep. Congress or whatever. Oh, we go like this. Well, we, we differ a little bit. Okay. But the first thing we do is we look at the name. If it's between the states, between two candidates for yeah. like Supreme Court and we don't know who they are or mm-hmm. not Supreme Court, but like it's like there could be district attorney. Oh, yeah, there right, could right, be right, right. like All prosecutor. The, there so, could be. So it's like or school board or whatever. Right. So they say it's two people. We go, which which one's a woman is the first thing we do. If it's a man and a woman. We go right to the woman. Absolutely. Now we will go for the woman. Really? I think of she's whether she's Republican or Democrat. Oh, what do you right. do? I try to go. I go first to woman. Then I look and see is one of them like, like, can I tell by the name if they're like Asian or Mexican or black? If I can just tell by the name that they're not straight white, I go there. I try to go like first. Oh, I see what you're saying. I, I, if a Democrat will trump that for me. A Democrat will trump woman or if a woman's a person of color or no. If the person is a Republican, you'll go for a white man. But it doesn't matter because it's going. They're going to be Democrats anyway. You're going to go. You don't know that. You're going to go white man Democrat over black lady Republican. I'm not doing that. Um, yes. Okay. Well, I that's am. why I'm in the middle. And that's what this whole fucking thing is about. That's right. Is because basically my mom said she didn't think that I was in the middle. We we're in the Bahamas. She said that she listened to the podcast and I was like, well, I try to be in the middle because everybody loves me. Like, wow, that Julie, she's just fucking Jesus. God. <laughs> like, and I'm like, yeah, well, I try to be in the middle. And then she's like, huh, well, turns out, sweetie, you're not. And I was like, oh, I mean, so it started just, you know, and she's always been very supportive. And like I said, like she was laughing and she didn't care and she wasn't like, right. she doesn't care. She listens and I'm sure she's no. proud of me and she's right. always encouraged me to think for myself. Right. But it really got me thinking like about perception and the two parties. Well, and I was surprised because I think you you do sound like you're in the middle. You do? I feel yeah. like I'm not coming across like that. And it made me really self-conscious. And, and it also made me think that 
that I think that maybe she's wrong or maybe I don't come across like that, but I just feel like for me, the end all be all, this is what I decided after doing a lot of thinking on it. Okay. I think that if someone says they're in the middle, mm-hmm. this is my opinion. Mm-hmm. And this is what I believe. If someone says they're in the middle, they're in the middle. If someone says they're Democrat, they're Democrat and vice versa. So now remember those girls who were trying to go to the march. You guys might remember this. They were these group of like left left Democrat. They they were registered Democrats, but they said they were. Uh-huh. But they were pro life Democrats. Now that made Julie's head explode. <laughs> oh, you mean that girl who was like, I'm pro life, and we had to be pro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A group yeah. of girls that yes. were invited yep. to the pro, to the march. Yes, and they were to the women's march, and uh-huh. they were supposed. One of their representatives was supposed to speak. Right. And they canceled her speaking. Now yes. they were still allowed to come to the march because anyone was allowed to come. Right. But they canceled her speaking. Right. But the fact that they were pro life Democrats, it made Julie and all Democrats heads explode. So for mm-hmm. me, I thought that was really fascinating and interesting because, like I just said, if someone says they're Democrat, I believe them. I don't need every, every, you know, box to be checked. I don't need, it doesn't come down to that for me. I didn't realize she was, they were Democrats. They did. That's the whole thing. Oh, I thought they were pro-life feminists. Oh, well. I didn't think they had given um, their political party. I thought that they were, they were pro-life feminists, which is what it was sort of like. Now, had she also, had they been Democrats too. Let's pretend there's a pro-life Democrat then. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, you can be pro-life as much as you want in your heart and never get an abortion. Don't ever abort any baby that you have inside of you. Good for you. But if you are talking about policy and you're talking about being pro-life for everyone, then you can go ahead and fuck off and die. Well, yeah, of course we know <laughs> that about you. So but I'm saying, would so you, yeah, would can you, you say, how can you, you then, how can you, that's where I don't understand how you can call yourself a feminist or a Democrat in that, in that sense. Well, then they're going with Pam and mom, this isn't Spence personal to you so I I'm just need to stop saying your name because I love you and this isn't about you but I'm saying I'm trying to understand the attitude of you. yes. you're not in the middle because right. you love Obama or to me because I love Obama and I say that proudly or because I love Elizabeth Warren right. and because I hate Trump now and by the way I didn't hate Trump before he, it's only since he's been in office that it's fully proven to be a clusterfuck of epic proportions right. but just because I love those people doesn't make me not what I say I am because what to me being in the middle means or being a centrist thank you Lee such a boo I love him um <laughs> Um, it it means that I could vote Democrat for twenty fucking years, but I'm ne- but I'm never going to close myself off to hearing another point of view and reserving the right to vote Republican if I goddamn want. It's if somebody like, comes along that I like or don't like. Right. It's like being fluid sexually. Yeah, which I am too. Or yeah, okay. <laughs> so, so a person could be, you know, I think for 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 people like me that that in theory that sounds great what you're saying and it's like i support that obviously and encourage you and anyone who might think like that but when you are confronted with it for you it's a non-issue you are cool with it you'll you could sit with a group of people like i'm fucking fluid and doing whatever and we don't get <laughs> rock and roll now and i'll vote for who i want and do boo boo and hey whichever the way the wind blows is cool and i think for some people that's really challenging. It's a challenge because you don't know, you don't know, yeah, you don't people, know how to trust that. I think I'm so, weird. Right. And I, and then that's what I think where my mom's coming from and works exactly like you with those girls. It's like you, they don't trust it and they don't believe it. And they think, okay, well, you're, you're acting like you're in the middle, but really you're actually super liberal or with those feminists. Mm-hmm. Like you're actually not a feminist. Right. So it's hard. So it's like you want to be, cause in a way you're acting like 
how I was taught, which is to be the middle child and to take the high road and to make everything okay for everyone, make everything okay for everyone. And, and you know what? At the end of the day, it is true. And as much as I might yell and scream and stuff, it's like rationally and logically, I know that every anything anyone thinks and feels is fine until it starts to like do bad things to other people or when you hurt other people. But there is a thing it's hard on. I don't know how to put my put my finger on it. But your mom's coming from the other side of it apparently because right, i'm coming side. from the left but, liberal side and she's side, coming from the right republican two sides side of the same coin though but i think you're quite in the middle and i good, think that you. um it's a it's a it's a good lesson to learn even for not to i don't think people need to change necessarily what they think or feel but i think knowing that the middle exists and having that rub off and rub around you can only help is only a good thing that's yeah, where people can that's, meet that's where people can meet in, in the middle i know that in julie's mind right now she's probably thinking about bisexual stuff where gay people will be like <laughs> they roll their eyes at bisexuals which is kind of being in the middle i mean it, that's a stupid comparison but but it is yeah i think it is because and you can people can rail against it all they want but i do think it is because you you are seeing two sides you're in the middle of men and women is the same thing as left and right as far as i'm concerned <laughs> so if you're in the middle of that and you want you can flow in between it, regardless, so you could flow on, in one way, like you said, for 20 years, 30 years, for your whole life, maybe. But you've never let the other side of that. You've never sort of shut yourself off yeah. to this other side. You're open to it. You're available to it. You're, you know, and I don't think and, and I think um, sexually speaking, that is hard to trust. It's very, very hard to trust. And. In just I- ideal speaking, you're saying that in pol- politics and yeah, politically speaking, speaking, it's hard to. But I do think that it's um such a an interesting and good thing to a talk about and b to have to have that thing make. It's good to have that exist because it makes you question your your own shit. Yeah, like you can't. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that is really important because you can't stay too like stuck or you want you don't want to. Like with religion, you don't want to stay too stuck with some sort of dogma. You yeah. need to be able to change yeah. and think. Well, good. You made me feel a lot better about it. Hopefully my mom sends me a text that's like not <laughs> mad at me and actually like you really... I don't think you said anything bad about your mom <laughs> and obviously you love your mom and she's listening and we love her and that's great and you know. But I mean, obviously, Pam, don't be a Republican. <laughs> <laughs> mom, Julie wants to know what you think of the new season of Born This Way. <gasps> she said she's... She's anno- or she's still annoyed with Meg, as we all are, and she hates Sean now. So you guys have got to get on the phone. Oh, yeah, we need to talk. Up we need way. to talk, yeah. All right, well, let's get to our first conservative-ish segment. This one is called Conservatives We Like. <laughs> America, America. America, fuck yeah. So, Brandy created this space filler segment because she's recently been rocking a major Lindsey Graham hard on. That's right. I have, and I've been jonesing to get it off my fucking chest. And 
What better platform than an episode where we're trying to include some conservative subject matter? Right. So your official selection for conservatives we like is (laughs) Lindsey Graham. I know. It's so weird. Conservatives. Conservatives we like. Conservatives. Conservatives we like. I wish people could see you. Conservatives. All right. So I love pro-life. I've liked a lot of conservatives Mm. over the years. Many of them have turned out to be pieces of shit. Like Chris Christie. Like all of them. What a pile of shit. (laughs) And I love George Bush to this day. I don't care. I don't care. And the most important thing to say is that. George W. Bush. Right. I never know which one has W and which. That's how tragic I am. I like the younger one. Yeah, the one who's also now best friends with fucking Obama. Yeah, because he fucking is rad. That's the thing. Just like what I'm saying about Lindsey Graham, I don't pay attention to how people vote or what they do politically. I like look and see if I find them, you know, not completely ugly. First first and foremost, are you not hideous to look at? Do you have a sense of humor? Are you entertaining me on the news? Sense of humor, I would assume, will trump an ugly face. Oh, for sure. But also sense of humor at all. Because a lot of them who aren't, ugly like let's say marco rubio is not that unattractive even though you hate him and i kind of, but he does i don't think he's got a sense of humor at all no george bush would come on and i would literally be like i wish that was my dad <laughs> i wish i could also have 25 beers with him yeah i wish i did coke with him when he back yeah did coke. you know he I was wish fun. i could smoke cigarettes with laura bush oh, and not right. even smoke cigarettes well when i saw them with the obamas and them together i was like oh my god like how much fun are they having they do look they looked so cool yeah i mean the fact that Laura Bush is hanging out the window. The fact she hit someone with her car and now she's hanging out the window smoking cigarettes at the White House. <laughs> but she's not even the I one know. I really love. I mean, Laura I just- Bush <laughs> killed someone. Never, Never forget. forget. <laughs> um, okay, so basically with Lindsey Graham, he's checking all the boxes. He freaking... Yeah. He's... Okay. He won't be contained. So well, he will not be. And so now the first thing I love about him is that he's butt buddies with John McCain. Yes. Now I have a spe- very special butt buddy too. Now, do you know who that is? Meow meow. It's me. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So I love anyone with a butt buddy. Those two are in set. Butt buddies. <laughs> butt buddies. <laughs> so Wherever annoying. I go. God, she can't stop she singing you guys. She goes butt gonna do? buddies. She's, she's romancing butt the light buddies. fantastic with her own voice. God. Hey, we're buddies and we're butts. Okay, so I don't know what's wrong with me. Uh, you're romancing my fantastic. Oh, yeah, I already yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so he's got his butt buddy. Then every time I see him on the news, and I mean every time with without fail, and I'm talking about out loud alone in my house <laughs> yeah. to no one. Okay. I go, oh hey queen, <laughs> and then I'll and then, or I'll go or I'll walk in. He'll already uh, be on, and I don't have I can't say hey queen because somebody didn't just announce him. I'll come in and he's already on TV, and then I go, oh god, what does this queen have to say? <laughs> it's just to myself. He does seem like a gay person. Oh, seem. He is like he is. The, I mean, he is. The fact- I want to say something about this administration. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this is not okay. We have got to do something about it. And I want to talk about that. I, I need to now. If Trump is going to go ahead and collude with Russia, then I want to <laughs> make sure that we know about it. And there's got to be an investigation that's going to go into this. Uh, he always problem. says, "I'm one thousand percent sure." He always says, "One thousand." Oh, I'm one thousand percent sure that he coll- that right. So. Now, he is the faggotry of the nation. He, mm. he is like my new Ramona Singer or Sonia Morgan. Oh, yeah. When you're jonesing and coming off reality TV fucking <laughs> yes. like, uh, like uh. withdrawals, which I am and have been for since our Bravo cleanse. Like, I mean, it's going on a year now. <sighs> this guy's all I have. Like, he yeah. is all I have. And I take it seriously. So God, now, I want to put him in a house. Now, most importantly, he said proving his sense of humor mm-hmm. and his gayness. Uh-huh. He said, F you on meet the press <laughs> the exact words f you 
when being asked about Syria last month. And now that's when my conservative gay crush like really ramped <laughs> up into high gear. Uh-huh. So let's listen to a clip. Okay. You think there's a moral difference between the use of chemical weapons and barrel bombs? No, there's a legal difference, not a moral difference. If you're a mother, your baby is dead. But we do have treaties that we've signed all over the world saying we're not going to let one nation use weapons of mass destruction. That's what the Chemical Weapons Treaty is all about. But I will say this. If you kill babies with conventional bombs, it's still a moral outrage. Here's what I think Assad's telling Trump by flying from this base. F you. And I think he's making a serious mistake. Because if you're an adversary of the United States... And you don't worry about what Trump may do on any given day, wow. then you're crazy. I have to say, you use the initials, but I think that's a first for Meet the Press, Senator Graham. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. it, you even got, we had a few people watching, uh, it raised a lot of Okay, money. so, you know, haters gonna hate, but y'all will be all jelly <laughs> when I'm sitting up in Lindsey Graham's house in South Carolina in a room with, like, yellow equestrian wallpaper having mm. a spiked mint julep watching oh gay porn God. with him. It's <laughs> oh like, I love daddy porn. <laughs> Um, oh, I love a daddy with like a hairy daddy or just a big top. Just the top me down. Just, mm. He loves when they look just like John McCain. Oh, I lo- we <laughs> like to play POW camp. <laughs> Sometimes John comes over and I send my wife away and we go, John, why don't you get into the cage that's underneath the sink? Mm-hmm. And then we play that game. Mm-hmm. Well... After you black out, he's going to leave and go down and vote to shut down Planned Parenthood and try and reverse gay marriage. I know, but that's fine because I'm accidentally going to pee in his guest bed and call you over to fuck his wife. (laughs) So I'll consider it even. But, you know, I'm really just kidding because, you know, his gay ass never got married, girl. Oh, that's right. He didn't didn't get married. married. He is never married. That's how you know. I mean, and I'm not saying this in an insulting manner, obviously, because I'm thank Jesus Jewish Jesus for being gay every day it's the most amazing fucking thing in the world that like you when a man of a certain generation of a certain age of course from a certain place of course isn't married he's gay y'all the fact he's gay y'all, y'all he's gay the fact that he doesn't even have a beard I mean at least make an effort he's gay He's 100% gay. We, He's we, from South Carolina. No one was was under the impression he wasn't gay. Who do you think his boyfriend is? I don't know, but I hope to God his his down low is John McCain. His side piece. <laughs> if his side piece was John McCain, I would oh absolutely come into my underwear. <laughs> absolutely. Now, what is the one conservative politician that you like? I mean, I hate to be like not original or whatever and not blow your mind. But I mean, I'm going with his butt buddy. I'm going with John, John McCain. McCain. I don't think it's, I think you're blowing people's minds simply by naming someone. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, it's like, <laughs> I like John McCain more than I like Meghan McCain. Um, I think that um, I like John McCain, like, even, the, I, I, he, I feel like he's in the center. I feel like he's moderate. I feel like he's got a gentle sort of like, you know, he's conservative probably because he was in the military and he was a POW and he saw some shit and he's got like certain views about that. And I get that and I get and I understand it. I'm not even mad at him. I don't think that he's at home. He doesn't strike me as a person who goes home and is like, I'm going to keep those women from having abortion. Yeah, I mean, and gay even, people and can't get married. Even Meghan McCain, too. They don't seem homophobic. That's yeah, the, no. They seem like my dad who was where they come from like a military. They come from a military right. point of view with right. that shit. Right. So I'm not that mad at it. Sometimes he's annoying and whatever. But like. You know, he comes and he's con- and him and but buddy Lindsey Graham right. have fellow come- lawn jockey, fellow lawn jockey have from the beginning been against Trump and have consistently spoken out against the shitty things that they've been doing. And, and um, right when that this th- thing a couple weeks ago, because you guys are hearing this way in advance, but 
when everything's hitting the fan with all the Russia shit, the balls that they both had, the big gay balls that they both had yeah. to be like, because everyone like Anna Navarro, everyone's saying like, come <laughs> I on. Had, sorry, I just had a thought of them like behind the door before a press conference, holding hands, <laughs> like two hands looking at each other in the eyes being like, you know what? I love you. I love you too. You're such a loser. We can do this. Let's go out there. You're such a loser. <laughs> we're gonna get. We're gonna margs later, and we're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna margs. Like, <laughs> we're gonna have margs, and we're gonna have some crystal. We're gonna have some ice and margs. Like uh, yeah, and then they hold it, and then they, and then they go out, and they're like, Russia just better, you know, just better watch out, or just you know, they just the, like do it. But I was saying that Anna Navarro and them would be like, you better stop placating your party. Grow some balls and fucking get out there. Right. And those two and her, even though she's a news person, have been the only ones from the beginning who have been like, that's yeah. just not going to cut it, honey. Like, yep. you're not going to fucking. Yeah, exactly. So, and then a couple weeks ago, um, the t- I don't know if anybody remembers, but basically, like, these people um, protested outside the Turkish ambassador's um, embassy in D.C. And it got violent. And it got super violent. And the Turkish um, um, security like beat the protesters like beat their faces they, they, they beat have their it faces on camera legs. and kick yeah. them they yeah. kick them in the faces, yeah. the faces and then the bleeding. turkish ambassador is getting out of the car and watching it they have this all on, on tape right. so then let's hear a clip because oh, yeah, so then john mccain right. said this so let's play the clip okay. he's got more oh no joe, here we go joe could i yeah. just mention one thing re- really quick and i know you've already mentioned but i'm still outraged at this turkish uh, beating these uh, that we should throw their ambassador the hell out of the United States of America uh, th- this is this is the United States of America this not. isn't this isn't Turkey this isn't a third world country and I, uh, th- this kind of thing cannot go unresponded to diplomatically and, and, and maybe in other ways maybe bring lawsuits against we can identify these people now that I've got that off my chest well, well, no, uh, Senator, I, I, I wanted to ask you though why I mean you're looking at and these are thugs linked directly to Erdogan and and tell me what should the White House do at this point uh, in, in condemning it and what can you all do in the Senate well, first of all, I, I, as I say, I throw the ambassador out, and uh, these are these are not just uh, average uh, people that did this beating. This is uh, Erdogan's uh, security detail. They were, somebody told them to go out there and beat up on these peaceful who were on these peaceful demonstrators, and uh, I think it, it should have repercussions, including identifying these people and bringing charges against them. After all, they violated American laws in the United States of America. So. You, you cannot have that happen in the United States of America. People have the right in our country to peacefully demonstrate, and they were peacefully demonstrating. Yeah, I mean, and so I have to say, I mean, he's the only one who got up, and this is why I, and I guess I should really, I should say, I do like him, a li- you know, <laughs> enough. Like, I think that's cool. He said, yeah, like, get this guy yeah. the hell out of our country. Yeah. yeah. And he was just railing against it and you gotta you know appreciate it okay well i don't know about you but i feel a lot better coming clean to our 14 listeners Mm. maybe after hearing about my gay crush on lindsey graham (laughs) my mom might actually believe that i'm the damn middle i love that's a gay crush even though he's a man and you're a woman (laughs) that's right it is a gay crush because i don't want to have sex with him because he's gay (laughs) 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 well speaking of gay let's answer some gay questions I got gay questions, and I need gay answers. I got gay questions, and I need gay answers. Yeah, I got gay questions, and I need gay answers. I got gay questions, 
and a new gay answer. Now it's time for the part of the show where we read some co- where we read some comments. <laughs> that's and, what you get. <laughs> that's where we read some comments and answer questions from our 14 listeners. Okay, we decided to include this in our conservative-ish evergreen episode because the single, <laughs> the one yeah, and only one question. question we got, uh-huh. um, I felt like it was a confusing question, but it touches on the hypocrisy uh-huh. that both sides feel is constantly happening with the other side. Right. <clears throat> okay, so on the Facebook official fan page of Dumb Gay Politics, Richie Palumbo wrote, quote, I have a question. How do the Ann Coulter at UC Berkeley protests differ from the Betsy DeVos at Bethune-Cookman University graduation booing? Do they differ? Was Betsy DeVos between a rock and a hard place? I feel like had she not taken the gig, she would have been called a racist on the media and social media. Is she stuck in a lose-lose position? I don't like her, but I really am frustrated with the extreme right and left wings not realizing that they have a lot of similar behavior. Okay, well, first of all, I think that is a really... um I just kind of love the question and I found it super confusing because I didn't even mm-hmm. know about the Betsy DeVos thing, but I, mm-hmm. but I loved, I loved that question because it does, it does show like the more, the more centrist you can get your own thinking, the more able to see hypocrisy you are. Yes. And just asking those questions in general. Yep. Um, you know, I think getting frustrated with either side is just sort of pointless because it's like, you're not going to be able to, to do anything with extremists, but um, we're proud of you, Richie, because it's a it's a good you know yeah. th- thoughtful question to ask. Now I don't understand what 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 he's talking <laughs> so about. So Betsy DeVos was asked to speak at this college, Bethune Cookman University. She was the keynote, the you know the graduation speaker. Okay. And the the college's majority um, black students. Oh, okay. So there was a petition to get her to not speak because they okay. didn't want her there, but that didn't work. And okay. she was still the speaker. So she got up to give the keynote and she got up. I mean, and there's video of it. And she's like, I'm so happy to be here and to be your speaker and to be a wildcat. <laughs> and she's like, and as she's talking, half of the room or auditorium stood up and turned their backs on her. And then uh, there was a lot of people booing. So just yelling and booing. And then a lot of people stood up and turned their backs on her. So it, they caused a ruckus. She kept speaking, though. She literally oh, kept she finished. Her she thing. didn't. Well, she kept speaking until, I guess, the dean or provost or Chancellor whatever or something. Guy came up, pushed her aside and said, hey, um, if you're going to act like this, we're going to go ahead and mail you your diplomas. <laughs> so, um, you know, you can decide what you're going to do. But that's what's up. So it was like, OK, so they stood there and they waited and they waited and they waited and that's when the video cut off. So I didn't I don't know if she got to speak again okay. or whatever, but some students left, some remained. They kept chanting and their other students kept, you know, standing. Some had their hands in the air like black power um, and they just weren't really having it. All right. But not then, all of them. The, in case anyone's new that we talked about the Ann Coulter thing that was right. that UC Berkeley students. But we've also heard that it's more of like a militia type ex- external right, outside the group. school. Yeah starts these aggressive right. protests with fires and stuff. But the Berkeley students do involve themselves in it. Yeah, and well, they yeah. do like to take credit for right. it. And they protested. And that her, was Milo her too. speaking. And, right. Mm-hmm. So they're protesting speakers. Right. Um, I want to say that that on the Facebook mm-hmm. um, under this question. Yeah. Um, a sweet little cutie pie named <laughs> Livy Freeman. And I mean, she was cute. I looked at her Facebook page. I said, oh, excuse you. <laughs> Mr. Cutie. Oh, really? She's a girl, but she's so cute. Oh, I didn't even look. So she said, and now I couldn't, once I read it, I can't unread it. So mm-hmm. now I don't know what I've had this opinion if she hadn't said it. So I just need to give her the credit. But 
I might like to think I would have. But she did say, and I agree, that um, a graduation is different than a speaker because the thing is, she said, you paid for your cap and gowns. That's your whole family's there to see you. You're walking across the stage. This is your day. It's completely different than someone bringing in a speaker that you can just, or even a band where you can just be like, yeah, no, I'm like not really feeling right. like um, Justin Timberlake tonight right. or whatever. Right. You know, so they're just like, why is she here at our school on our day? We took five years. We paid the school $100,000. Yeah. And like, like how I said, five years. And yeah. then um, <laughs> now we're here, you know, and I got my fucking uncle here. I've never, my mom hasn't talked to him in 10 years and shit like that. So and I think Livy is right in addition to being cute. You know, that's that's actually the difference, Richie. Yes. To me. I would agree. Yeah. I would 100% agree. I had you already thought of that without Livy? I had. I had. Okay. Well. I mean, I wouldn't have said it like that, but I had thought, like, I do think, a, obviously, a speaker in graduation is different and all those reasons. And they had petitioned. There was a petition. There was an obvious... Um, you know, they weren't doing anything violent. They weren't yelling and screaming. They all they they signed a petition and, and gave it and handed it in in a classy, you know, tactful manner to the dean or whatever. And they just were ignored. And I think um, that is something as well. It's but not and not in a speaker again, but at graduation. I mean, I had James Earl Jones at my graduation and I was horrified. He sucked. He yeah. blew. I was so pissed and it was really disappointing and I would be really pissed too if my graduation speaker was Betsy DeVos. If a petition was signed, I find it hard to believe that they didn't know that the numbers, you know, a petition should stand. Right. If, the number, if, if 20 people signed it, well then obviously no. R- right, right, right. But and then the, what, the other part of his question was about her personally and I do would want to say, you know, if I oh, were... lose, lose. Oh, that's if, good. You know, I think... I in watching Betsy DeVos give the speech, I think she is um, delusional. I, re- I think she's a in in, in an ignorant, deluded right, state. She's delusional, and um, you didn't walk out there to not acknowledge at least Milo right. when he went to whatever school that they protested him every time. At least he yeah. walks out and acknowledges uh, like right, that right. everyone hates his goddamn. The other guts. thing is that she had made a statement also saying like how she basically made a statement sort of praising the school or inferring and or you know saying that the school was like had filled a void they had it was a school of choice that they had chose to sort of be a black college that you know you've this is what school choice is about you filled a void where there wasn't one and people were kind of like that's not why the fucking black college exists because they're choosing to fill just a to, void just to do it it's because they can't you know it, it there was like a lot of backlash to that and then she had to recant that statement yeah there's just a lot of ignorance going on i don't think she was in a lose-lose i, I don't think she was no, in a lose-lose I either think she she could have i think she could have chosen not to go she could have released a statement that wasn't delusional and tragic i, I and, don't think anyone would have even cared or even noticed quite honestly well, that was had part she of the not, question was well, that would she um, have been called racist yeah i don't think people would have even known or noticed that she had n- not gone but I also think she's not going to say no to any school who's going to ask her. I think she wa- she thought in her mind, they want me. Yes, the school. Like, she thinks in her mind that she's, I think, she's so deluded that she thinks, like, she's going to go and talk to the students and she's finally getting well, she what she wants. She knew protesting and that they signed the petition. I don't think she thought that was, like, a real thing. I That's how deluded I think she is. Well, she definitely should have walked right out there and said, listen, I know many of you don't want me here and don't want to hear what I have yeah, to say. Yeah, of course. But... 
and then and then she could have really used that platform if yep. she had said you know what I wanted to drop out but I didn't because I thought I could use this platform to Talk like to really you. try to appeal to you yeah. and make you understand like I have no right to be here and you know really I just need this money you know honey because <laughs> <laughs> that's why she was there right but or whatever go out and be honest be transparent she has no idea how to be transparent and no. she doesn't need the money because she's a gazillionaire she but I guess they took the all money. her money and put it in a trust and she can't access it <laughs> oh, right right well I think that she wants to be part of, she just thinks like that she wants to be part of it. She wanted to go out and she thought, yeah, they want me and I'm going to speak to these students and this, look, this is a perfect school. They chose, they chose the school and it's about school choice and she's just, she's just off the mark and just doesn't know. I think that there, there are many, many, this isn't one and I, we appreciate your thoughtful question, but I do think there are plenty, plenty, plenty of examples of extreme hypocrisy happening on oh my the, God. both extreme, both sides. I shouldn't have said extreme twice, but <laughs> it's there. You're feeling it and you're seeing it maybe in places where it doesn't exist or it's not exactly right because it's there and it's there constantly. And for people trying to be open or be in the middle, it's for, for everyone. It's frustrating. Even yes. people who aren't trying to be in the middle, you know, those people just don't see that they're, they have that hypocrisy too. Well, just but, the basic, that whole thing of what's going on in the Congress and stuff. We're like, the Democrats are obstructionists. They're just obstructionists. They're obstructing everything. It's like, that's what you did to Obama for eight years. And right. That's, the, that's what's, they're just going back and forth being hypocrites, everybody. Yeah. And no one just chooses the right thing to do. We should no. all just be good for goodness sake. That's right. That. That's right. All right. Well, um, that answers our single question for the month. <laughs> Remember, you guys, feel free to send us questions pertaining to anything in your life, and we will be happy to answer. Shira Weiss asked how I stay skinny at one point, and I'm about to answer that shit next time. Um, but for now, Julie's on her period, and she wants to yell at someone. I stay fat by eating. <laughs> Are you serious? Apologies for freedom. I can't handle this. When freedom brings Andrew the call on your feet. Freedoms on our shoulders, USA. President Donald Trump knows how to make America great. Okay, this is a brand new segment called Julie's on her period, and she wants to yell at someone. And I really am on my period. I know, and it's your first day, so we had to go to the store to get you super tampons because the regular size just wasn't big enough. Well, sorry, I have an enormous vagina. Uh, Well, I'm really excited for this segment, and I'm hoping that it won't be a one-off and that we will get to do it every month when I get my period, or until my period ends. (laughs) No, I do too, but it was hard enough just to get this guy to call in, and we didn't even do it. He was referred by one of our 14 listeners, Shira White. That's right. Thank you, Shira. Uh, okay, so today I'll be yelling, possibly, I mean, who knows? We don't know if it's real yelling. It could be a nice discussion. At Richard, Richard voted for Trump, and he is such a strong supporter of Trump, even to this day, that he refuses to bash him. I mean, right off the bat, Richard, it's one thing to vote for Trump, but it's another to refuse to acknowledge that he's done anything wrong since he's taken office. So let's get into it. But first of all, let's say hello to Richard. Hi, Hi Richard. Hi, how are you? And we do want to welcome you and thank you for calling in. Takes a lot of balls. A lot of balls. We haven't been able to even find anyone, Richard. Nope. No one <laughs> no, was. I'm just, I'm just afraid if I say I'm a Trump supporter, someone's going to bash my brains in. <laughs> yeah, well, no. Well, that's the whole thing. And that's why it takes a lot of balls to stand by your principles and what you believe. And we got to respect you for that. Uh, at least I oh, do. My balls are, my, my Kuyungas are really big. So thank you. <laughs> I can tell you're a New Yorker too. So, right? 
Uh, born and bred in New York, Queens, New York. From Queens, New York. So what have you... Okay, so first of all, you voted for Trump. Are you happy with where everything is at currently? Um, I am happy. I do think he is doing a lot of things for the country. I think he's doing a lot more in the first 100 days than Obama did in years. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> I mean, I hate to like do... But I mean, you really do believe that. So you did... Let's, let's just go back. Did you not like Obama well, at all? It was so cute how you thought you weren't going to yell at him. I didn't like Obama at all. I'll tell you honestly, I am Jewish. Uh-huh. And Trump is a big supporter of the Israel. Israel and the conflict in Israel. Uh-huh. And I feel like Obama and Hillary and herself did not have the back of Israel at all. So do you... And they proved it time and time again. How did they prove that time and time again? Well, they, you know, there was a vote once. You know, on and something in Israel, and they abstained from it. One time, Obama and, did that you know, in his last old, year. Uh huh. Julie's very Jewishy too, old. Richard. I'm Jewish too, Richard, and I love Israel. So it's funny to 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 discuss. So go on. So what about Hillary? How did she not have Israel's back? Uh, you can just tell us throughout the whole campaign. You know, she always was wanted to do the policies of Obama. You know, shaking hands with Arafat in pictures and. Believing there could be a two-state policy. Do you not and, think there can be a two? Isn't that something to aspire for, a two-state policy, or no? There could be a two-state policy, but I really believe that Trump is acknowledging that, you know, in his last speech he had when he met with, um, I think it was President Abbas. I mean, this one Netanyahu or I, Trump met with Abbas saying that, you know, all this terrorist stuff and shooting and killing of innocent civilians has to stop going to be a two-state policy. So you don't feel that Obama or Hillary has said all the killing and terrorism needs to stop? You don't feel that? That was never... I, you I, never heard that? They, they, they did say to an extent, but I just kind of sense that he was always taking the side of, you know, the Palestinians instead of Israelis. Look, I'm not racist at all. <laughs> well, it doesn't even really matter. My country. It yeah, just, no. I was saying it doesn't matter about Obama because I'm thinking, is that the reason that you voted for um, Trump over Hillary? That's the main reason? Well, I also like Trump's policy, you know, on immigration, because I do believe, you know, yes, immigrants in this, in this country do a lot. But I do think once they started, you know, doing the vetting process, they did find a lot of immigrants that were criminals. You know, you hear stories of people that are getting killed and the MS-13 gangs and everyone like that that are all here illegal immigrants. Mm-hmm. And I think if he does have some vetting process in place, it could stop a lot more of the killings and raping and all these judges that are shooting down the immigration. Mm-hmm. God forbid they had a daughter or son that got killed or raped from an illegal immigrant. They will be changing their tune really quickly. I just want to say that, statistically speaking, that more killings and rapings happen by American citizens than immigrants. I just want to let let that be said, because that's a fact. So, um, you know what I mean? And the immigrants that he's talking about are such a small number. The criminal immigrants that he's discussing are a tiny number. That's just a factual truth. And the fact that, and I agree with you, that the vetting for immigrants should be hard. I think it should be really difficult to... Too, especially now with with what we all have to live through with terrorism, unfortunately, coming into these in any country should be a challenge. And anyone who's going to live here, it should be a challenge. But at the same time, 
I, I have a, the question is, should people be allowed to like, let, let's say the dreamers, right? The people who have been here for 20 years, should there be a path to citizenship or do you feel they should be all deported the way Trump wanted to do? No, I do think dreamers should be in. I do think though it's got to be a lot harder process for these immigrants to, you know, when they do come over or they, you know, apply for passports or whatever they do, that it should be vetted out a lot more to see their background before they come over. Mm-hmm. Because I think if a lot of these criminals, MS-13 gang members and all that, that before they ever immigrated here were really vetted out, they wouldn't be here. I mean, would they find another way in? Of course, because the way security is today, you know, it's garbage. Anyone can get in, you can smuggle or anything, but I do think something should be done. I do think Trump took it a little bit too far. He had that case, you know, the other day, where the, the, you know, the ICE showed up at a public school to take a fourth grader out <laughs> the, to the border. Right. <laughs> Which they've done a few times. Yeah, they've, yeah. ICE has definitely taken out, like, the kids of different families. They have, they have a few um, recorded incidents of this happening throughout the country. Um, right. I, wanted, I, mean, I don't really have a problem with it. <laughs> I mean, if, they're, if you're getting deported, if no, your family's I, getting I, deported, it's like, I, yeah, you got to go get the kid out of school and be like, you got to get back to Mexico. Sorry, or whatever. Right. I mean, I'm just, right. I don't think they took the kid and then they took threw him to Mexico without his mom and dad. No, but they had like a college student that was, you know, there's like yeah, a few things yeah. going on where it's just like, you know what, like really, yeah, yeah. if you're going to do the vetting, then do it right. And don't send someone who's in college who's clearly not a terrorist out of the country. Like, right. You know what yeah. I mean? Right. Like, I, I think, like, September 11th, I think if security was, you know, not as lax as it, as it was, these guys would never got on a plane. I mean, how do you get on a plane with a knife? I mean, and how do you not have your background checked to see that? What country you coming from and your background? I mean, how is that possible? They can just walk on. Does that mean I can just walk on? With a gun today, and it's just going to get through. It's just ridiculous. Well, actually, you can check a gun. We did learn that you can check your gun. Yeah, but, but now we can't thing. walk through with a gun. We can't walk through with knives. We can't walk through with liquid, and we can't walk through shampoo <laughs> and, or our shoes on. or our shoes right. on. So I mean, and I don't think. And that stopped the Unabomber. That's I mean the shoe bomber. That stopped the guy that put a bomb in his underwear. You know, because now that uh, these things came on harder, yeah. so I do think that if Trump does have a way, I mean, all these, look, all these things that uh, that he comes up with, someone's got to pay for it. I don't know where the money's coming from. There's Mexican wall and it's Obamacare and this and that. There's a lot of dreams, but dreams cost money also. And I don't know where the hell is getting right. all this money to pay for the thing. Well, do you, were, I wanted, were you, um, this is really Julie's show, but um, <laughs> like as far as this segment, but um, I just was wondering, were you um, conservative before? Like, are you registered Republican, Democrat? Well, I am a registered Republican. I did vote for, you know, Bush, but I also voted for Bill Clinton. Mm. But I did not vote for Obama either term. Well, McCain's pretty yeah, center. I like, yeah, I mean, I McCain's don't not a good like one. McCain. Yeah, we, we, we like him. Where are you at socially? Do you consider yourself like a conservative fiscal Republican, but like socially liberal? Or how do you describe your, like, I don't know, agenda? No, I, I wouldn't say I, I'm so liberal. I, I do think, though, I like the Obamacare thing, you know, that Obama put down, the health care. Yeah. I actually have it and it works for me tremendously oh do i pay <laughs> a high yeah do i pay a high premium yes but i've top of the line medical benefits mm. the ones the one i have you know the company i have i can see any doctor i pay a little copay and it does work for me so when you, you lose know, it will you be upset <laughs> or no when they want to they want to take it away so do you feel like you can just go ahead and get whatever else you want after that or it doesn't bother you that no, they want to get rid thing. of it I, I would like to see what Trump has in store to replace it. The problem is, <laughs> the way he's doing it, it seems like, you know,
know, it's going to be higher premiums, less, you know, insurance companies. But obviously, Obamacare is not working for most because Aetna just pulled out of Obamacare and they had a lot of people. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of states that only have one insurer and they can charge whatever premiums they want. Right. So obviously, there are a lot of issues with it. For yeah. me, it works, but I do believe there are a lot of issues. I think the percentage of people that it's, you know, that it's been a nightmare for is way smaller. I mean, it worked for Julie. Yeah, I had it too, and it was great. So I took the higher premium, so I don't have to pay any you know, deductible. Right. Yeah. But I do have a lot of friends that are doctors and, and physicians' assistants, and they're saying they're getting next to nothing on their claims for Obamacare. Well, mm-hmm. which would, I guess... They're literally not worth it for Right, them. they're not making the money, but I think that... I mean, it re- 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 remains to be seen what happens with their health care because we don't know yeah. other than them wanting to raise right. the premium. We don't know. We can't bash it for trying to find something to replace it with without seeing exactly where it's going to replace it with. Well, that's the problem. I feel like I do the bashing because there is no replacement. They they rushed it. All they want to do is bash. In my opinion, all this administration has basically done is bashed Obama and spend so much time, take away everything he did, good, bad, or not, or indifferent, and are so obsessed with bashing Obama and anything that he would have done, I feel like they don't see the forest for the trees. And I think that Trump has surrounded himself with um, terrible people. And I don't know how to, you know, rectify it, and I don't know how somebody who voted for Trump looks at those people and you said to yourself, these guys are going to be great. I want to vote for them. I think you, oh, that's what, can I just interrupt? That's one thing you always say. And I feel like most people, now Richard, I'm going to exclude because he seems very well informed. But I yeah. think most people didn't look at the people surrounding Trump. They just looked at Trump. They didn't know about Bannon and Kellyanne Conway. And you're, but even the people who spoke at the RNC, it's like. A lot of people didn't even fucking watch that. That's true. So then they what? They watched Trump give a speech. Yes. They just saw what they saw and, on the basic news. But even that alone, I can't really imagine watching him. And you're a New, I mean, and a New Yorker. You know Trump your well, whole I life. Do like, I do like Nikki Haley as is UN ambassador. I, we have to, we, yeah. We, yeah. I have to say that she's been impressive. I yeah. agree with you. I think that she's shown actual, um, like ethical moral standing. I think she's shown compassion. I think she's shown um, an actual person who's aware of other cultures, but also being critical while well, reflecting I, American values. I like Jared Kushner. Oh, yeah, Jared Kushner. <laughs> but now, what are you? Are you gonna? Are you gonna care if if they all get fired? He, I mean, what do you? So, he's so dreamy, Jared. Kushner. <laughs> so dreamy. Yeah, he's a Jewish well, heart. What about, what about his other son? What's his name? Eric. Is that the other one? I can't stand the sons. I think the sons are terrible. I, Jared Kushner doesn't bother me yet, but I think the two Trump sons are useless. I don't like them. Look, I like I like Melania. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. We love Melania <laughs> we and do. Ivanka. We do love Melania. <laughs> that is true. Okay, Tiffany's not so bad either. Well, no, Tiff- we hate Tiffany. Poor Tiff. Yeah, I mean, come on, Richard. <laughs> Tiffany's not doing anything. <laughs> I mean, come on, come on, come on. So, Richard, what do you what do you think though about Bannon and rancid pubis <laughs> and you know Sean Spicer? I mean, these guys are these guys are terrible garbage. I mean, they are. I mean, you know, I try to be in the middle. I'm not even really that mad at any of it, but I just feel like you know those guys are shady and gross. Just, I mean, just even if we're just gonna go on looks. <laughs> Right, right. Bannon, Bannon, like, I don't think Spicer is so bad. I think Bannon, I do think, is garbage. I do think <laughs> that Trump did, did, I do think that Trump did the right thing by firing Comley. That guy Comley was just, you know, like a bad thing. You know, he's just, 
he was screwing everybody he can. Right. Yeah, no, James Comey definitely needed no, to go. He, but he that, was screwing Obama, he was screwing Hillary, he was screwing Trump, he was everyone he could get his hands on. Yeah. He was screwing. So he, I do think that Trump hit it on the head by fine comedy. Who is he going to get to replace him that's going to be better? I don't know, but, you know, he did the right thing with that. Now you have to give him kudos for it. He probably will get someone who apparently won't investigate the Russia collusion. I mean, do we have a problem I'll with that? pick his son, you know, uh, Barron to be it. Because, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's right. Maybe Barron, maybe Barron will run the Russia investigation. <laughs> he probably would do a, right. a better Everyone job. Family's doing something. Barron's got to be there, too. I mean, don't they seem like they're lying about stuff? I mean, they, they seem like they're... Even with, with firing Comey, which I was totally behind from the beginning, it just the way it, the, the timeline of it went down, it just everything always ends up seeming shady and there's like a lot of like gray area and untruths that then make everyone feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Do you ever, don't you, do you feel like they're hiding something or not? You completely trust them and you think you've got transparency. No, I, I don't trust them. But to tell you honestly, if you see all the things that went down with Hillary too, I don't trust them either. Yeah, well, nobody really would trust her. But when yeah. you look at Trump and yeah. Hillary together, you found say, Trump to be more trustworthy. We got, we got two shitty candidates to vote for. Put it down. Am I allowed to say that word on the air? Yes, yeah. of course. <laughs> well, you're talking about tampons, so I guess I can. So. Yeah. You can say anything. You can say shit, fuck, pussy, cocksucker. You can say anything you want. We got two really crappy candidates, but I think Hillary was just, you know, I do believe that if you did cross her, she will somehow get rid of you. I just, I was like ready to give, give them a chance and was trying. And I just feel like I didn't like a lot of like the, a lot of the appointees. I mean, I wasn't really like that excited about Steve Mnuchin. (laughs) All right. Well, what about the head of the EPA? Yeah. I mean, are we, I mean, can you live with that? I mean, who, who's, who's okay with that? The guy is suing the EPA. Rubio Cruz runs for office. They would have been better. Yeah, I mean, they, yes, and, but right. okay. But the fact is that you, but you voted for Trump, and so now here we are with this with him. And so I guess if it were me, had I voted for him, for him and hoped for the best, and if I thought he was better than Hillary or whatever. But now these appointees, I mean, the, the like Betsy DeVos and every appointee, Jeff Sessions, Jeff, oh terrible. God, Jeff Sessions. I mean, every single one is literally against the organization of which they're the head of. Does it bother you? I mean, I do think he didn't do a good job of voting his cabinet. I think down the road he's going to fire a lot of these people. Yeah. He's yeah. going to replace them, which is going to look death to him. But that, it is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Especially when there's a lot of complaints coming. Um, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> the, the only, especially from, from you guys. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and, I do I do think it's like a CEO of a company. If you're sitting in a company in a meeting with a new CEO of a company, and he has all these dreams... You know, to do something, you don't know how he's going to do it yet. You would have to believe that he's going to take the company to the next level with his ideas and dreams, or you think he's going to go downhill. But if you're going to be an employee of that company, just like you're a citizen of the United States, you have to believe that his dreams will make the country better. If not, like all these actors and like Charles Travolta and all these other people, Teddy Perry, that said they wanted to get out. Get the hell out of here. Oh, well, that's my whole thing. I mean, I agree with you. If, you ever, if you're a person who said you were going to leave the country if Trump got voted in, like, you're just an asshole. And I, I could not right. deal with you're, that. Don't, don't, put, don't put your dick in your mouth. Get the hell out. That's right. That, I agree with you. Like, you're going to say you're going to leave. And by the way, you're not going to leave. No one's ever going to leave because where are you going to go? You're going to, what, go get a job in another country? <laughs> no, you're not. You're going to stay here where you own a house and you pay right. your mortgage and you're an asshole. You're just talking shit and you have if nothing to... you don't to, believe in yeah. the CEO of a company... 
you can either quit your job and get out and go to another company, or you stay there and believe what the CEO has to say. Or you can stay in the company and try and and change things. Maybe you don't necessarily need to believe everything the CEO of the company says, and you work within your company to change the company for better. And I think what I like to do is steal from the company (laughs) and talk shit at the water cooler. That's what well, I try that, to do. Uh, well, that, you can steal yeah. from the government. It's very easy to steal from the government now. What's the big deal? Big picture is that, in general terms, is that they deregulated everything on the planet mm-hmm. so or in America. So rivers will be contaminated. Oh, you can and waste. Was, you can put waste right, right into water. You can, you can you know, kill any animal you want. Yeah, and you can torture them while, you, while you're testing on them. But, yep. however... All of that deregulating is going to, in the short run, and during his four years, if he makes it, the country will get richer and there will be more jobs. And Right, but that is a short-term thing and it will explode and it will, impl- it will 100% implode because there's no way you can sustain that much waste in water, that much pollution, that much killing, that much deregulation. Like it's going to look good for a year when certain companies make money right. and certain people get a job for a year, but those jobs are going to end. And those companies are not going to keep making money. Well, it's just not going to work. happened with Bill Clinton when he tried to do that stimulus package and then it all imploded in the mortgage. It never works. Yeah. Reagan did it. Didn't work. It always backfires because there's no long-term sustainability. And if he, if this administration yeah. would like allow for, yeah, like look into the future, green jobs, et cetera, energy, renewable energy. Don't fucking deal with coal miners and all this bullshit. It's like, no. Well, I think Richard, you well, sound to me. Got, I think we got to wait and see. I am happy though that I read in the paper today that gu- to get gun licenses went down a lot because it's much harder to get a gun these days. Not if you you're mentally retarded. Apparently you can get one now that's been deregulated. I think it's easier now. Not they not deregulated true, that. <laughs> you can. They've deregulated not everything. True. I mean, you have to admit, you. It's easier to do anything now except be an immigrant or an, a hibernating bear because your ass is fucked. You're about to get shot in your cave. Maybe he's trying to start with a clean slate and go from there. Yeah, yeah. like maybe, maybe he is a clean. Yeah, wipe it, wipe, wipe the whole blackboard off, everything that's on the blackboard. And start from scratch. <laughs> yeah, just kill off everything and that's if, alive. If he gets rid of the Grodies in his cabinet, I might be back to like maybe trying to give him give him a chance. If he would give, I think that maybe if he put in some cent- center Republicans, some moderate Republicans who aren't so conservative, cuckoo crazy, mm-hmm. then maybe we stand a chance. Maybe we do. Well, goddamn Shira well, should have recommended us more of an asshole than you, Richard. Cause, I know. Because Julie couldn't really yell at you. I mean, I, I think that Richard, you know, I think you're just a regular guy who's as informed as we all are. And just like you like what you like. And that's it. And you seem, yeah, like, I, I, yeah, I couldn't yell because you, you're you well, just I a normal. Well, I could be a bigger asshole if you want me to be. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. The segment's over. But thank you so much. Oh, yeah. for sub- <laughs> Thank you so much for subjecting yourself to this. Um, it's not every day you get to debate a lesbo on her period. Am I right? <laughs> hey, I want to tell you something, though. Yeah. One of my best friends growing up is actually became gay like many years ago. He's actually a huge singer, and he's like top songs on the Logo channel. So What? All for it. Well, okay, Richard, so we got to go. But if you want to debate, to continue the debate with any of our 14 listeners, feel free to give out your like Facebook or Twitter, and I don't think they'll troll you, but I can't really make any promises, but I know. Well, well now you got 15 listeners because you have me. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Well, I appreciate it. And like I said, I really mean it. I think it takes balls to just stand by your feelings and your principles and to be able to debate is the most important thing in the world. And we would never shut anyone down on any topic. And I hope that for just that alone, that our listeners appreciate that you called in and gave us your time and consideration. We really appreciate it. Enjoy Obamacare until it ends. Bye. <laughs> 
So that's it for this very special and very confusing <laughs> conservative-focused episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Thank you guys for listening. Like I said in the intro, this is our last Evergreen episode for a while. We'll be back next week with a regular show, smoking regular <laughs> Reg- weed. Thank you. Yes, God. and next week we're doing, oh my God, next week we're doing Dumb Gay Politics Live. That's right. <gasps> it's in LA on Wednesday, June 7th. So if you live in LA or can get here, please come and see us at the Hollywood Improv Lab, please. Yes, we've already pre-sold lots of tickets. So I can't, <laughs> so I can't cancel like I've been threatening to. Listen, we've pre-sold enough goddamn tickets that I can't cancel this shit. That's true. So... The room only holds 50 people. I mean, what do you want? It right. clearly filled up half with a week, right in a weekend. <laughs> but um, it, it is filling up fast. So go to Hollywood Improv website and get your tickets early if you're planning on coming. Yes. Uh, super hilarious. Alec Mappa is our special guest. And $10 is the cheapest ticket you'll ever get for the opportunity to see him. There's no drink minimum, so no one has to worry about that. Yeah, come out and see us, you guys. We want to meet whichever of our 14 listeners lives locally. <laughs> and we probably <laughs> and we probably are not going to post the live show um, on iTunes. Now, Julie and I have differing opinions on this. Of course, um, it would be way easier just to use the live podcast as our posted podcast for the week so we don't have to do two fucking podcasts in a week. Um, but I personally feel that live podcasts sound weird and aren't that fun to listen to, like, if you're not there. Right. Well, I think we can make ours sound good and fun. <laughs> so we'll see how it sounds and, you know. But feel free to tweet us, uh, leave us messages on Instagram and Facebook, and let us know how you guys feel about listening to podcasts that are recorded live in front of an audience. Do you skip over them? Do you like them? What do you think? Yeah, and let us know right away because the show's in a week. <laughs> and um, I need plenty of time to keep arguing about it with Julie. <laughs> And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly, it's been gay and it's been dumb. And in the middle, mom. <laughs> Conservative. Uh-huh. It's all shit. It's all just dumb gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not going to let it go down like that because we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit. It's all shit. Ooh, it's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we going to die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh-uh. This shit is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. This shit is Trumpanas. T-R-U-M-P-A-N-A-N-A-S. What? I don't know. I don't even know.